You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of My Comic Life. My name is Jeff, and sitting across from me is... Sam. And we want to thank you for tuning into this week's episode. All right, Sam, let's get uh, let's get into this. Um, wow, no... No, no. Hello, how are you? We're just getting right oh, to the okay. meat of everything. Okay, Sam, how how are you? Good, Jeff. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm is, doing awesome. What is your shirt? That looks like a, a uh, oh, it's a it's a it's a rip on the Sons of Anarchy symbol, but it's Jane in skeleton form with his gun, and it says oh. "Big Damn Heroes, Serenity Valley." Okay, okay. I couldn't read this uh, Serenity Valley, so I thought it was just like a uh, no. I I got it. Is uh, I thought it was just like a skeleton with like uh, a ski cap on because <laughs> because it's in black and white, so I couldn't tell it was Jane's uh, skeleton. Yeah, or it's, well, it's a, it's 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 that Reaper logo from Sons of Anarchy, but they dressed it up to look like Jane from right. But like the problem is is if you're not going to use J- uh, Jane's actual face, and you're just going to use uh, Jane's stocking cap as like its main as you the, also got the gun. Well, right, but the stocking cap is like the main uh, thing to identify Jane from, and that's in black and white. If that's your main thing to identify it is, you may want to have. Uh, okay, I didn't. I didn't see uh, the ship. There's also Serenity right there. I did not see the ship. I did not see the ship. It's that okay. ki- that kind of goes against like it should be in color. The uh, stopping stocking. It's okay. Cap I got this. Be. I got this other badass one. And for for some reason, I love alterations of the Sons of, uh, of Anarchy print. <laughs> and I got one with j- uh, the Joker skeleton, and it says Sons of Sons of Arkham on it. And he's holding up like a gun, and like he has like a a bomb like a big anarchy symbol written on it and everything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that one was pretty cool. That's cool. I'm excited for my Deadpool shirts to come in. Oh, you're ordering some Deadpool swag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got got some uh, Deadpool like uh, Deadpool take on uh, Star Wars. So I'm excited for those to come in. Uh, but let's go ahead and uh, and get in. Or or do we need to do more small talk, Sam? <laughs> no, that was fine. Okay, all right. I, I actually I, really I, liked like what grew out of that. I, 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 I feel like two minutes is also no. <laughs> uh, okay, so first up, uh, some news coming out of the uh, Suicide Squad uh, movie set is Tom Hardy has left the the movie. Is he is no? What was his role again? Rick uh, Rick Flag. Rick, Rick Flag is so Tom Hardy has left. Suicide Squad. Yes, according to the rap.com, uh, even though Jake Gyllenhaal didn't get his Oscar nom for Nightcrawler. Yeah, I mean, like, I saw Nightcrawler. Joe and I did an episode of Afternoon Delight, uh, uh, and we saw Nightcrawler. It was it was out there. It was out there, but it, I was on the fence. Like, I could see, if it got an Oscar nom, I could see why, and at the same time, if it didn't, I could also see why. So seeing that it didn't get one, it's like, okay, I can see both views on it. So anyways, So apparently on. Hardy was forced to exit the project because Alejandro Gonzalez's film The Reverend is going over schedule into mid-March, after which Hardy will be needed to promote WB's Mad Max Fury Road, in which he stars, which is coming out May 15th. I'm so excited for that one. And Suicide Squad is starting is expected to start production in April, so all that crunch meant Hardy had to drop out of the film. Now, lest you fret, oh no, what are we going to do here? Well, considering that you already mentioned Jake Gyllenhaal's yes. name. and Gyllenhaal lined up, is lined up to take his spot as the all-American boy Rick Flag leader of the Suicide Squad. And I could see that. 
I can see Jake Gyllenhaal being the all I couldn't see Jake Gyllenhaal back when he was doing October Sky as this, but more current Jake Gyllenhaal, yes, I got no problem I could believing see that, that he could yeah. be a, a soldier and a leader. Yeah, and also after seeing Nightcrawl, I'm like, okay, maybe this guy actually might have some range, you know, and and uh, and not just Whoa, be... Whoa, Donnie Darko, October Sky, Nightcrawler, Brokeback Mountain, you're not okay. going to tell me he doesn't okay. have range? Okay, okay, touche, Sam, touche, is, is you got me there. So, what do you think about this? I'm fine with it. You know, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm really surprised. You know, was WB being like, okay, if Tom Hardy falls back, if we got to have five other superstar actors, you know, what's I mean? Like, what if like Will Smith drops out, or like, what if you know some other like Jared Little drops out? Do they just have like five other actors like contracted, ready to go at like a moment's notice? Uh, I don't know. I'm still like they I'm, really like dropped like you yeah. know like did this really quickly. Well, I'm I'm assuming like Jalen Hall, like they're like okay. When they were doing casting, they're, yeah, they're, they're like, like, they're like, they're like, if they're like Gyllenhaal and Hardy, let's go with Hardy, and then you know, yeah. and so I'm imagining that's that's what it is. I'm still upset that Jared Leto's gonna be in it as the Joker. I know we've already and, covered and, it, and, and once again, it's more personal than it is uh, than it is anything else. Is I just kind of think he's an arrogant douche, so. I just don't like to. I just don't want to see him in movies. I don't want to see the Suicide Squad. Eh, I mean, like I said, I'm kind of torn on Jared Leto. Say, said it once before. Say it again. Loved Fight Club because Jared Leto got the living shit kicked out of him. Lord of War, my so-called yeah, life. Yeah, he was in. The, I never saw him in my so-called life. I never watched that one. Yeah, uh, but you know what show I do watch. Uh, I'm sure all our listeners know is that you and I love Game of Thrones. Oh yes. And so game. I didn't know about this, but apparently. Uh, HBO has reached a deal where they are going to release the final two episodes f- from season four, along with an exclusive season five trailer in IMAX theaters. And <laughs> I guess this was supposed to uh, have already started, but they have pushed back the uh, the release date of this because there's so much buzz about this going on that uh, HBO wants to get it in more IMAX theaters. So... Now, starting January 29th through February 5th, you can check out your local IMAX theater and check out the final two episodes of season four and a s- exclusive season five trailer. Uh, so I, this is interesting. I've never I don't think we've ever seen this done. Uh, one other time. Really? OK. They did it for the Doctor Who uh, 75th you're anniversary right, you're right, special. Like you're they right. released it in theaters and actually it made some money. You know, I mean, well, well it looks like this one's going to, too, um, because but I mean, like that's but I mean, Doctor Who was showing like brand new episodes. I mean, like I'm not sure yeah. if I want to pay IMAX prices to watch a rerun. And also when, you know, like when, when you watch a movie that wasn't shot in 3D, and then, like, you have one of those TVs that can convert it to 3D. Are they showing it in IMAX 3D? Well, they're not, but, but my point oh, is... Oh, yeah, is, like converting is, TV to, like, IMAX. I, to 3D. IMAX. Yeah. I mean, like, that is a huge leap. <laughs> huge leap. Going Something that's shot and made for TVs going to IMAX screen, th- that's going to be some really well-done magic post, you know, getting it up there on the screen and it not looking bad is I find that as interesting as well. Uh, I would, the only reason I would see doing this is because I would want to see the exclusive season five trailer, but chances are someone's going to record it and it's going to be, it's going to be on the internet. Yeah, yeah no, somebody's going to drop it like the day after. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is though, is, is uh, not, I was supposed to say Xbox, but uh, HBO is really good about copyright and getting that shit down offline yeah. really quick. So if you do see 
a uh, bootleg version of the season five exclusive trailer from the IMAX theater. Uh, watch it while you can because, uh, yes, um, HBO will have it taken down. Um, Sam, Netflix, there's been some news. Uh, apparently, Netflix and uh, the B was going to lose a lot of BBC yeah, shows. Yeah, earlier in the week, it was announced that um, Netflix contract with like the BBC on certain shows was going to be up. And so they would be losing stuff like Luther and Doctor Who and the original version of House of Cards. Mm -hmm. And apparently uh, Netflix realized, oh, shit. So at the last moment, yes, they reached a deal to keep most of their BBC content. Not all of it. Some of it's – you're still losing some of it. But what is staying around is classic Doctor Who, current Doctor Who, mm -hmm. Cooper. Uh, I don't – oh, wait. Is it Cooper yeah, Cooper the, about or Copper. Maybe it's Copper. Yeah, that's Sorry, what I was about Copper, to say. Copper. Bad. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> hanging with hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, Cooper's like if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's like the BBC's version of uh New York. I think uh like you know uh, Gangs of New York, the Scorsese, it's like yeah. that time frame in New York and it follows a uh, a copper. A cop yeah, copper, right, copper, yeah. obviously, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I've never well, watched it. That. Okay. Um, All right, but, so yeah, I'll like ha House of Cards, Keeping Up Appearances, North and South, Robin Hood, The Office UK, Top Gear, Torchwood, which I'm happy about because I've only seen like 3 episodes of Torchwood and it's always on my list of shows to watch. Right, but Here's the problem, though, is so you can only watch Torchwood. I forget how many seasons one through four. Right, because season five was uh, Showtime. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure about that. Let, let me let me double check that. But um, watch out, fans of Faulty Tower, Black Adder, MI5, and I'm a huge fan of Red Dwarf. Um, February first, these will no longer be available on Netflix. So if you love these shows. Watch them now. Marathon, watch them. Have parties. Say goodbye to Rimmer and Lister. Oh, I'm so sad that Red Dwarf is leaving because that was a really hysterical sci-fi British comedy show. But like I said, I never got into Red Dwarf. Like, and I don't know why. Is I had a lot of people tell me it was really good. Basically, I think Netflix kind of took a poll, or at least like you know collected data and said, "What are our most watched BBC shows?" Yeah, and then, like we're going to keep those around, and the ones that are meh. We'll just kind of drop those and let those fade out. I'm surprised Torchwood then would be considered in that poll. I mean, like, like I said, that's that's me speculating. If I was Netflix and like I had to come up with like a quick a quick contract, I'd be like, okay, let's you know look at all of our user data on these shows right here and see which ones garnered the mm -hmm. most views and which ones did it, and then we'll keep those and lose the other right, ones. Right, right. Uh, all right, my internet is not working, so I I can't remember. I just know the last season, or at least the most recent season of Torchwood was on uh, Showtime is uh, they struck a deal where it was still BBC, but in America it was only distributed through Showtime. So I don't know if that one is on Netflix. As last time I checked, it wasn't. Like because said, one we, through four right now. I know, and, and I can't remember if the one on Showtime was season four or season five. I think it, it might have I, I, I honestly can't remember. Uh, but I'm just saying the last time I checked is Showtime and Netflix, they kind of parted ways. Was sharing content. Oh, you know, because Showtime used to like host like Stars content and. Well, no, Netflix used to host Showtime and Stars are competitors, Sam. Oh no, trust me, there there used to be Stars on there. I I know, but you just said Showtime used to host Stars. I mean, sorry, Netflix used to host Stars, right. And Showtime content, and then they all went separate ways. Yeah, and so um, bastards. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I don't know if the most recent ones on Netflix. All right, uh, okay, you po did you. I posted this to our That's Facebook what I page. Thought. You posted this to our Facebook page. Um, Fox has won the rights to remake 
Escape from New York. If I could insert like a Darth Vader no sound here, I totally would. Uh, This is one of those films you don't touch. Oh, real quick, since we're really past, not far past it. Yes, season four is the one that was on Showtime. Ah. So, okay, so all the entire run of Torchwood. I is mean, on. come on, Kurt. Well, getting back to topic, Kurt yes. Russell made the character Snake Plissken. Yeah, is you just? I can't even like imagine him. I mean, sure, I could throw some names out there, but there's nobody else I really want to see. No, there's not. Like. And maybe it's because we were still of the age where, like, we grew up with this movie. It's like, I don't know. I even like the terrible sequel, Escape from L.A. I know. I did, oh, too. Oh, gosh. Too. I, I, I thought it, it's so bad. It's good. I mean, come yeah. on. The classic scene where he's like, nobody draws so this hits the ground. And he throws the can up in the air and shoots the guys anyway. I mean, that's classic. It's I know. stupid, but it's classic. I know. You know, uh, I'm reading uh, Boom Comics is putting out... Escape from New York comics now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, the last time I was at the at Duncanville bookstore, I uh, I picked up issue two. I haven't read it yet, but like issue one is is crazy. Is uh, the comic book takes place right after the first movie, as if Escape from L.A. never happened, and it just picks up right from there and continues uh, continues Snake Plissken's uh, story. I I I don't want to see this remade. I really don't because. I mean, I'm even scared to like venture actors' names out there that could. Well, right, but Wes Craven. I mean, he was really good. He was. I mean, well, some of some of the Scream movies. I don't. Well, I don't think he was involved with those. But anyways, I just. I still. I still. Was it Wes Craven or Clive Barker? What? No, Wes Craven uh, was behind. Oh no, John Carpenter. John Carpenter. John Carpenter. There we go. I was like, I was like, wait. Oh, I was way off. John Carpenter. Uh, with uh, with Escape from New York, is I think you would have to get him involved, and I I don't know I I don't I, this is my this goes back to what I've been saying about Hollywood for so long is all they're doing is remaking old shit come up with something new, you know I don't want to see Escape from New York, and I know they're gonna say like oh well, it's not gonna be marketed towards you well it should be because if you take Escape from New York and you make it a PG-13 movie so that way it can get to a wider audience, th- you're, you're not going to do the film justice and you're going to make a shitty remake. The only, only person that I might like bite my teeth through to go see this would be Hugh Jackman. Um, I think he would be too old to, to play him. After, after seeing him play Wolverine, I, I was like, okay, maybe you could slap a patch on his eye and make him seem really disgruntled and pissed off and... Yeah, I don't know. I th- I would. Like I said, I'm even scared to just because like I love Kurt Russell in this role. Right, but I think you, I think Hugh Jackman is too old to to do the role of Snake uh, Plissken. Is I think you would need someone younger. Um, now, really, the uh, oh, uh, we can get Chris Evans from Snowpiercer. No, no, Chris Hemsworth who played Thor. I know I'm just rolling down the Marvel. Yeah, just just yeah, stop with the Marvel movies. Here we go, Ben Affleck. <laughs> He's already bringing back Batman one. <laughs> okay, I I don't think it should be remade. Um, I don't think it should be remade either. But there, it looks like they're gonna they're gonna tr- at least try to do it. And speaking of remakes and reviving stuff from the dead, Fox has been in talks recently. Well, a lot of DC shows have been in the talks. Yeah. Is you know is it and a lot of them you know are doing fairly well. Is so I was surprised by this. Fox is bringing back Gotham for a second season. 
I don't know why. Well, I do know why, and it's because it's pulling in an average show is pulling in uh, around a little over ten and a half million viewers. I don't know why it's pulling in those numbers is what I meant to say. I think a lot kind of like Agents of Shield. It started out kind of slow and didn't have a direction to it per se. But like season two, everybody keeps saying you gotta watch it. It's getting better. Gotham has been getting better. Like the last few episodes leading up to the mid-season finale and the episode after the mid-season finale were actually pretty legit episodes. I just i i was so i'm just so turned off by it. I mean, it just uh, like I wanted to like it so much because it's such. I think it's such a great premise, but I just it 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 didn't hold my it didn't hold my interest, and I felt like I they were throwing they were trying to throw too much at me, and it's just like why you know take your time with the story, don't try to shove it all down my throat at once, which I feel like they were they were doing. It's like maybe like one season you focus on what's happening with the penguin, and then maybe the next season you you focus on another villain and their rise, you know. But don't try to jump it, jungle it all, jungle, jungle it. What am jungle I? it all, jungle it, uh, jungle, jumble, jumble it. Yeah, that's what I meant. All well, together. I will say you've made one good point here. I make a lot of good points, so <laughs> you're gonna have to narrow it down. <laughs> when you were like, they really want to remind you who the characters are. You know, they're always like, "Hey, penguin." Penguin, hey yeah. penguin! I'm like, yo, he does have a name. It's called Oswald Cobblepot. You know, she could be like, every like third line, you could be like, hey Cobblepot, get over yeah, here. So it'd be like, exactly. hey penguin, guess what, penguin? Exactly. And we don't want people to forget you're the penguin. I know, I know. And are they still are they still trying to really uh, or not push the whole like, oh cat, uh, the girl who's playing uh, Catwoman, Catwoman, like. Are is friends with with uh with Bruce? Bruce. I'll tell you what was kind of cool Be- because like the- that's where I fell off. Is like when they had that meeting at Bruce's house in one of the early episodes. I was like, okay, like no. I'm I'll tell done. you what I kind of liked is the first season after, or sorry, the, the first show after uh, mid midwinter break. Bruce and Alfred never popped up once. It was just solely good. They don't need to be in there. It was solely Jim Gordon. Like trying to weed out corruption in Arkham Asylum, where he's now stationed. I mean, like, and it was a really good episode. But also, is like the whole thing is like Jim Gordon is sitting there, like, I want to find the murderer of your parents. Well, guess what, buddy? Like, depending on which version of Batman you're reading, like, you don't find him, and so essentially, you're just constantly lying to this little kid. And I have a hard time believing. That uh, someone who witnesses their parents die, and then the cop who's like, "We're gonna find them. We're gonna find them. We're gonna... never finds them." That when that kid gets older, might have a grudge to hold against the cop who let him down. I I don't know. That's I'm no psychologist, but I'm imagining that that's what would happen. Well, now on the on a more positive note, the CW has renewed the Flash for season two and Arrow for season four. Is the flashback from uh, mid? Uh... All CW shows come back this week okay. from break. Okay, so so, so if you're listening to this on Wednesday, so uh, Flash is on uh, Tuesday. Okay, so fl- new Flash was last night. Yes, I didn't even realize that Arrow had been on for four seasons. Like I've loved it so much, I thought maybe it was like going into season three. I didn't realize that this was season three. I you're on your own there, buddy. <laughs> I know, like cause... I'm okay. I'm happy that the Flash is getting renewed. Oh yeah, well, dude, the Flash is even outdoing Arrow in like its ratings. Like people that's, love the Flash. That's because 
the Flash, he's a fun guy. You know, is is it it has a little bit of action, a little bit of drama, some comedy. You know, he's not taking himself too seriously like oh, the Arrow. Oh, go fuck yourself, man. Arrow is a solid show. Stephen Amell does an outstanding job, and I fracking love that show. <laughs> and that's your right as an American. <laughs> it's like it's your right as an American to be an asshole. <laughs> You're absolutely right. The one thing that I that I'm I'm upset about is Constantine looks like NBC is going to renew it for a second season. See, I was always scared of Constantine but, being on NBC. But like I didn't realize that it's struggling in the ratings books. Well, it's on a Friday night, man. Yeah, is is that is a real big problem. Is is Friday nights are where shows go to die. And the fact that remember when TGIF used to be like a big thing and it brought in ratings. Yeah, like, man. You used to stay in on Friday nights yeah. to watch TV. You know. Yeah. That's like fucking flown out the window you're, now. You're, you're absolutely right. And, but but you know, Friday nights are where shows go to die. And like, because that's always the last time slot they put them. Is like, okay, we're going to premiere you on Sunday. Sunday didn't work out. We're going to we're going to put you in like somewhere in the middle of the week. That didn't work out. Friday nights. That doesn't work out. Okay, well, now you're done. This is what I love. This, this, the CW shoved Supernatural onto a Friday night. This is a side note here. For a season, it did so well in the ratings, they had to pull it out of its Friday night time slot and stick it back in like a right. Tuesday, Wednesday you see, time be, slot. Because that's that's a show that had a, that has a dedicated fan base oh, yeah. that will follow it. Uh, Constantine the, is slowly building one, but it doesn't but have prob- a strong enough one yet. Exactly, and, that's the pro- and, well, and part of that problem is is it premiered on in a Friday night time slot, which tells you right there that NBC doesn't have a lot of faith in the show, and you know there it looks, I I believe it's not confirmed, but it looks like it is going to get a uh, a second season. So I, I really wish like Sci Fi Channel, TNT, I mean CW, any other you know network, but NBC had you know taken a run at Constantine because NBC just kind of doesn't quite know where to put stuff or how to advertise things always. Yeah, yeah. And also is, I mean, they're, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. And they're more, they're, I don't want to say Constantine isn't a serious show, but like when I think of shows on NBC, like it's like. Parks lo- and Rec. Right. Is, comedy. Is, is, is either like big comedies like Parks and Rec or Friends or like. The com- the one eighty of that, and that's like the hard dramas, like uh, you know, like lo- all the Law and Order, Chicago Fire, ER, right. stuff like that. Right, and Constantine kind of r- rides that border. I mean, NBC, yes, had like one golden nugget in Heroes for one season. Yeah, and I now I'm not gonna lie, I never watched Heroes, but oh. but from everyone that I heard that watched Heroes, is they were like, is the reason why people stopped watching. Was because they're like you're just ripping off these different comic books that everyone has already read, and it's not. That's what I in college, man. That's what I had heard. You know, I I I can't say if that was true or not. I'm just saying that's what I've heard. So uh, that's why I heard that that was bad about heroes. Uh, Okay, let's talk about a show that was a success so much so that it may be coming back. I just now have like started like discovering this show. On Netflix, yeah, is I need to watch it. I th- my sister was obsessed with this show, and you know when you're a kid and you're growing up and you have an older sibling, you know, and yeah, I mean like my sister was obsessed with Buffy, so I watched Buffy with her, you know. Right. Well, see, for me it was the opposite. Is like, I was like, I, th- I didn't think my, I, 
there's no getting around. I didn't think my older sister was that cool. So, uh, see, like, I thought my sister was cool, and I wanted to be able to watch. She oh, was see, in. So I didn't think my sister was that cool. So I watched Buffy with her. Right, and when that's, I could, and that's why I didn't watch Buffy, and that's why I didn't watch the X Files. But I had, but I've had several, I've had several oh, friends that love the X Files. I love the X Files so much. I originally wanted to call this show the Lone Gunman. Luckily, you shot that idea down. Yes, yes. <clears throat> well, and also considering there's there's two of us. Yes, you know, if you were here by yourself, <laughs> okay, you can be called the Lone Gunman. Are you really going to start <laughs> quoting Airheads on me? Yeah, <laughs> you're not really lone. How can you be the Lone Rangers? There's three of you. You're not necessarily lone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yes, um, in case you're still wondering what the fuck we're talking about. Is we're talking about the fact that X-Files, X-Files could be coming back. Uh, now, it does look like there uh, already are some conflicts, not with the fact, it, it seems like everyone kind of wants to come back and do this. I know that David Duchovny's already lined up a series after Californication right. ends this season. And then also the series creator is in the middle of doing another uh, series on a, on a different network. Uh, I don't know what it was. I, I, I know what, what kind of inspired this was Fox had like positive feedbacks and good runs when they brought back 24 for a short stint. Right. And they're kind of hoping to test the waters with X-Files as well. You know, it's kind of maybe like a t- like an eight episode, like 12 ep- episode. Wow. <laughs> Little arc Slow right there. down. I'm Sam. so excited about this. Slow down. And, you know, just seeing if they could, you know, lightning strikes twice. Yeah, but here's the thing, man. Um, how long has X Files been off the air? And you and X Files ran from 1993 to 2002. Holy crap! Nine years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. 202 episodes. Wow. 202 episodes. Wow. So 2002 is when he said and it again? garnered 21 so, Emmy nominations. So it's been off the air for 13 years. Yeah. And now they're trying to bring it back. Part of the reason why I think 24 was a success. With bringing it back was because how long was it off the air before they were like hey. four or five years? Yeah, so it was it's it was fresher in everyone's mind. Um, that's why I think it was um, is that twenty four had the success because it was fresher. Thirteen years off air, man. That's a and well, really, thirteen years off air now. If they say okay, let's do it, chances are it won't come out till twenty sixteen. I know, but I, I mean, like, you still go to cons and see people dressed up as that Mulder is and true. Skull. I that mean, is X Files has made a lasting impact, right? It's it's on one the of, pop culture lexicon. Right. Is is I feel like there are certain shows that like maybe you and I grew up with, and then reach <laughs> Netflix, and then you and I will go back and rewatch them because we grew up watching them. But the new gen, like the next generation of kids, are not watching it. They're like, oh, this doesn't look interesting. X Files seems. To cross to, that generational right, gap, exactly, and so kind of like Star Trek does a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you're abs- you're absolutely right. Uh, side note: since we brought up 24, is I did hear that Fox is in the process of trying to put out a rough outline of doing a 24 spinoff without uh, without uh, Jack Bauer's character. You know what else show had a spinoff? Huh. X Files. It was called The Lone Gunman, <laughs> but of course. Like like Joey, that that show crashed and burned as well. Yeah, 
I forgot about Joey. <laughs> what, a, what an awful, awful show. Uh, I would really, I, w- I would like to see this. Is, yeah, is I think, I think it would. Uh, I was a big good. fan of the first movie. I gotta admit, didn't see the second movie. I didn't either. I didn't either. Loved the first movie though. I thought the yeah. first movie was pretty cool. Yeah, I did, and that was my main exposure to X Files was the movie. I saw the first X Files movie six times. Wow. Well, here's the problem. You go by yourself on opening weekend, and all of a sudden, like, one friend hasn't seen it, and then another friend hasn't seen it, and all summer long, your friends are like, hey, if I pay for your ticket, you want to go see X-Files? And I was just like, fine, but, like, the, the sixth time, like, I was, I was, like, taking a nap in that movie, just being like, wake me up when it's over, okay? I, wow, <laughs> dude. Whoa. <laughs> so not only, you saw it six times in theaters. Yeah, six times in wow. theaters. Wow, man. I can't believe that. Yeah, I was just like, oh, here I comes. thought it was good, but like, I didn't think it was that good. Well, I mean, like, I was like still in like fifth and sixth grade, and I just wanted to hang out with friends, and uh, I, I wasn't very opinionated back then. So that I is just, true. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go see it. I'm surprised knowing you, like, I'm surprised you had that attention span to where, like, you know, first two times you paid attention. Then after that, I'm surprised you agreed to go sit for that long. And so, <laughs> well, like that- I said, six time, I was just like. Watch out for the B scene and wake me up when it's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Hey, uh, let's move to. Oh no, no, uh, no. Yes, yes. I I was gonna thinking about calling an audible and I changed my mind. Uh, we're gonna stick with the game plan, Sam. Uh, moving from from TV to comics, uh, Marvel has has announced that they are doing some uh, special uh, special variant covers. Yeah, variant covers to honor. The uh, hip hop group uh, Run the Jewels, and they the most critically acclaimed hip hop record of 2014. Yeah, and I forget whose idea this was, but this was an exec's, and this is actually really interesting because it's it looks like they're it's having kind of a big crossover. You know, is like I I was even seeing stuff in like Rolling Stone talking about it, and you know, Rolling Stone whenever you would think like they would be talking about anything Marvel related, be movie related. And there's the, they were talking about the comic is they are doing s- variant covers of Howard the Duck number two with Rocket Raccoon on there. Uh huh. And then uh, also with issue 45 of Deadpool, a.k.a. Uh, Deadpool 250, where uh, Deadpool will be killed and they will end that series run. Uh, each each variant cover is going is uh, rock, run the jewels. Each one of their uh, covers, they kind of have like a little logo, which is like a gun and a fist. Okay, well then that makes sense because the Deadpool logo is Deadpool's hand making a gun while Thanos' fist is making a fist and Thanos' fist is holding a gold chain with the Deadpool logo on it. Yeah, well and also is that's because coming up in the Deadpool series is I believe they're going to do a crossover with it. And I would, I mean, I'm speculating here. Obviously, I can't, I would say spoilers, but it hasn't come out yet. But my prediction is, is Thanos is going to be the one that kills Deadpool. Is, I mean, that makes the most sense to me. Considering that they were at one point both in love with the same woman. Well, and also is, you know, Thanos, I believe, is kind of the only one that would have the power to do so. To do something like that, the uh, Howard the Duck uh, variant cover is Rocket Raccoon and Howard the Duck standing next to each other, and Rocket Raccoon is making the gun, and Howard the Duck is holding the fist with the, with, gold, with chain. the gold chain. So uh, those will be interesting. Is Deadpool forty five coming up? Is like that's going to be one of the issues where it's like, okay, I want every variant cover there is out there, and I'm going to try my hardest to uh, to 
collect them all, as I guess if you want to go with the Pokemon terms. Gotta catch them all, Pokemon. Yeah. All right. Now, this is something that I was I was so giddy about earlier. Oh, my gosh. Jeff was, like, levitating off his couch in the living room so, talking I about this. I was so happy about this. So, earlier this week, it was announced that uh, Return of the Living Deadpool is is going to be coming back. Uh, there, I I don't know if they're remaking it or re-releasing uh, the, the issues, but uh, Return of the of the Living Deadpool number one is going to hit stores this February, and so here's the premise of of the series: is we're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, and it's up to Deadpool to stop the zombie apocalypse by using his healing factor. But the problem is, every time a zombie either eats or bites into Deadpool. That zombie then becomes Deadpool, and so you know Deadpool with his healing factor then regenerates and goes along his way, and then gets bitten or eaten by another zombie, and so on and so forth. Now, what's interesting is so every single time a zombie bites or eats Deadpool and then transforms into Deadpool, is they take on one of Deadpool's personalities. Is like if you if you're familiar with Deadpool, you know that like you know yeah he has a comical side that's carefree. And then he also has like an extreme dark side that's like kill everybody, and then uh, you know a really depressed side. And so, you know, normal Deadpool is like kind of like a good mix between all of his different personalities. And what happens is, is every time a zombie turns into Deadpool, they adapt one of the personalities. So it could be like the fun loving, like easygoing. And then another zombie could bite him and become like, you know, the murderous Deadpool. So you have a land of Deadpools that all have different Deadpool personalities. And guess what? The Deadpool personalities don't get along with each other. So they break off into fractions and then the fractions start fighting each other. I am so excited about this. Uh, the writer of this is, uh, is uh, 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 I don't know why I was snapping my fingers like Sam. Sam, you should know this. <laughs> I about to say, Sam, you should, you should know this. You, you took over the reins as, as resident deadhead here like a couple of months back, so I'll leave is, all this um, to you, sir. Is, uh, Colin Bunn is, is the writer of this. Colin Bunn, he wrote uh, Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe, uh, where it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, is Deadpool, uh, Deadpool Kills Everyone in, in Marvel. Uh, then he also wrote Deadpool Illustrated, which is Deadpool Kills all your favorite fictional characters, and then the final one in that series, Deadpool Kills Deadpool, is he he wrote all those, and I gotta say, those were some of the darkest Deadpool that I had ever, ever read, but when it came to the comedy of it, it was also some of the funniest, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see exactly what he's gonna do with uh, 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 Return of the Living Deadpool, is... I'm excited about it. I it's, it's a land of of Deadpool. I know it's it's hilarious. You're gonna have like a calm Deadpool side that just kind of wants to hang out and chill. You're gonna have kind of like that loves to hit on women, corny side of mm -hmm. Deadpool that's gonna be like, mm -hmm. hey, that looks mm -hmm. hot. And you're gonna have the gluttonous side munching down on chimichangas, and then the crazy side that wants to kill everybody. Right, right, uh, and and like I said, is 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 with a uh, Colin Bun uh, writing it. Is if I was Colin Bunn, it'd be like Canada is like one faction, oh North God. America is a faction, Mexico is a faction. You know, like it's like it's it's like it's, all it's, the Deadpool's like migrate to like a certain country and like run it. Well, but or a certain continent or nation. 
Right, but then everyone just you're talking about segregation, Sam, and we don't stand for no, that. No, every everyone divides to like their four corners of the earth, makes a battle plan, and then they all unleash hell on each so other. So you're saying like this should be Deadpool like Risk version because you yes. just described Risk the board game. Yes, basically it should be Deadpool Risk. <laughs> no, I kind of like where it's more like it's just a zombie apocalypse. No, like all the horny Deadpools in Canada, all the mellow Deadpools in Mexico, all the I want to kill everybody's like in the United States and like so forth, like branching out to Europe, Germany. Wherever else the fuck you want to go. And then they all make battle plans, and then all of a sudden they all come together no, and no, boom, kill each that, other. That's no, Sam. No. I'm, I, I, I don't want veto. that. Veto. Yeah, no, veto. I'm, I'm, shutting, I'm shutting this idea, idea down. Terrible idea, Sam. Come on. No. All right. Let's just go ahead and move on. All right, we're going to let you know what's new on DVD, what's coming out in comics, and what's coming out in the theaters. All right, it is Wednesday, so let's go ahead and start with uh, what's already out on uh, DVD this week. Um, I got to say, is not not a, not a whole lot coming out on DVD because not a whole lot's been really going down in theaters. So first up, uh, this one actually came out uh, this this past Sunday. And like I really just I just I just saw it. I'm not gonna give a review of it or like actually tell you what's about. I just can't believe this exists. Uh I saw this. Uh <laughs> Tyler Perry's uh Medea's uh Tough Love. They're still making the Medea animated movie. movie. They're still making Medea movies? Not only are they still making Medea movies, they are now making animated Medea movies. Because if you really think about it, it's probably gonna be cheaper and less time consuming than him constantly putting on that Medea costume. I love Tyler Perry as an actor. He's a very funny man, but I think he's... <laughs> like, cite your sources, sir. Uh, uh, his, his, his Medea <laughs> movies have been pretty funny, man, but you've run this, you've run this thing too far, man. No, it's, it's, uh, it's terrible. I can't believe it. But so, like, yeah... Look for that one out on uh, DVD right now. Uh, also coming, uh, also that's new on DVD this week is uh, the Box Trolls. This was a great, great flick. Is it was it was a CGI film. I forget who uh, who put this one together. I wanted to say DreamWorks, but I know that's not right. Uh, so, anyways, Box Trolls is a fun movie. Uh, oh yeah, it's from the people, the same people who made. Uh, who made uh, Paranorman and uh, is it uh, Coralina? I always want to say Cor Coraline and yeah. Paranorman. Yeah, I know, I knew Paranorman, but uh, Coraline, I always, I always butched that up. So it's the same people who made that. And I gotta say, is uh, Box Trolls at the end of? Oh, that's right, it's not CGI; it's stop motion animation. And at the end of the movie is if you if you if you go out and you rent this, which I recommend you do. Um, Stay for like I, if I remember correctly, what happens is is it, the movie ends and the credits come up and then they go in to uh, to like a stop uh, a time lapse photography of them doing a scene for for the uh, movie and it's one of the coolest things that I've ever seen because it really shows you like how much time uh, goes into uh, into making these stop motion movies. So Box Trolls is out on DVD. Also out on DVD this week is uh, Annabelle. This is the uh, 
What? I just didn't know what it was about. Oh, Annabelle uh, is. Did you ever see? It was The Conjuring. No. Okay, so Annabelle is the is basically the prequel to uh, The Conjuring. Is uh, it's about a possessed doll because like in The Conjuring is the a house is is uh, is overrun by evil spirits and they call on I forget their names uh, a husband and wife uh, duo to to take care of it and they in in The Conjuring they were known for the Annabelle case and now this is a movie talking about the Annabelle case about a, uh, a two roommates who get a doll and uh, it's possessed by an evil spirit. Also out on DVD this week is Lucy. The um, I really wanted to see this and missed it. Um, it it was. Did you see it? Yeah. Is the premise was really cool. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like I I remember thinking like this was okay, but could have been better. Is uh, Joe and I we we saw this for afternoon delight too. So uh, if that. Go back if you want to hear my actual reaction to the film. Go back and listen to that because, you know, uh, it's been a minute since since I've seen it. And from what I remember seeing it, is it was it was all right. Is it could have been better, you know? Um, there was a lot of shit in there where I was like, "What the hell? Are you kidding me?" You know, you had me sold at Morgan Freeman, Scarlett Johansson action movie. Okay, well, tapping into hundred percent of your brain. Well, uh, I mean, like I was like I was like, "All right, that's cool." I'm sold. Well, Morgan Freeman isn't an, isn't in it as much as they sold him to be. You know, same thing with Godzilla and Brian Cranston. It's that type of situation. Morgan Freeman doesn't die, but you know, he was in a, he was in the majority of the previews, and he's not in the majority of the movie. Is it was it was all right. It was a it was a fun little ride. Is if I hadn't, I would yeah. If you can like red box it for like a buck twenty nine for a night, yeah, go ahead and do that. I wouldn't pay. Like the five dollars to rent it on like iTunes or anything like that is, I would say it's worth about a buck twenty nine to, to to see it. Aww. So so Redbox that one. Sam, what's coming out in uh, what's a new on uh, in comics today? Uh, on the <coughs> excuse me, on the Marvel side of things, uh, Marvel has gotten back the rights to Star Wars. They used to publish kind of Star yeah. Wars comic books in like the late seventies and like eighties and everything. And now, yes, yeah, Star Wars is coming back to Marvel. So we have Star Wars 1 launching. The greatest space adventure of all time returns to Marvel. Luke Skywalker and the ragtag band of rebels fighting against the Galactic Empire are fresh off their biggest victory. Yet the destruction of the massive battle station known as the Death Star hasn't stopped the Empire from bullying the galaxy. Join Luke along with Princess Leia, Smugglers, Han Solo, and Chewbacca, and the droids C-3PO and R2-D2, and the rest of the Rebel Alliance as they strike out for freedom against the evil forces of the Sith. So basically, this one is kind of t- picking up, you know, like a few months after Episode Four ended. You know, like what happened in between that time period before Empire started. You know. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I mean, because I mean, episode four ends with Luke blowing yeah. up the Death Star and them being all happy, and all of a sudden, episode five starts and like they're under siege by the Empire on yeah. Hop. Yeah. What led to that? Yeah, but I, I don't know. The Star Wars universe is so vast, and like I don't know. George Lucas like came up with, with like a statement like a while ago saying like everything that's ever been written in book or comic book I am wiping from canon now. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, and that really hacked off a lot of Star Wars fans because well, there are some really great stories out well, there. Well, I totally agree with you on that. 
but at the same time, it's also like, geez, like, I mean, it's so it's so crazy because it's like, I want to know what happens between this and this. Well, the only way to know that is you got to go play the video game. Oh, no. There was this and, great and, book called Shadows of the Empire, which was turned into a video game and a graphic novel. But it's what takes place between well, I Empire know, and Return. But, but I'm, ju- I'm, just, awesome I'm just saying, like, as an, is like, is in order to find out like every single detail, you have to go to so many different sources. So you might have to go to a book, or then you might have to go to like a the, like the Clone Wars uh, animated series to find out like you know the to fill in these gaps, and then you might have to go to this. It's just like it's just so vast. Like I, I it's hard. Essentially, a long way of saying. I have a really hard time keeping up with it if it's outside like the movies. Yeah, I know. I understand. <laughs> you know, is, is is that's essentially what I'm trying to say? Is, is it's too much for me? I mean, I like the movies, and you know, well, I liked three of the six movies so <laughs> far. You know, hopefully the right three. Yes, yes, Sam. Okay. Yes, Sam. The the original three, the original trilogy, the only trilogy. All right. All right. Uh, all right well, you're, you're, you're not you're not gonna bite on that uh, bite on that uh, Lord of the Rings, Clerks Two reference. No, Ugh, I was laying it on thick. All right, go on. Uh, we have Ghost Rider Ten, still in a car. <laughs> yes. Can Robbie and Eli, in their heated inner struggle between righteous duty and satanic rage, in time to avoid their demise? Can Johnny Blaze stir his new protege in the right direction, or will the all-new Ghost Rider become his most evenly matched enemy for all eternity? I hope he does, so then we can stop riding Ghost Rider in a muscle car and get him back on a motorcycle. All right, moving on to DC, we have Red Lanterns 38. Guy carries the guilt of the lives lost in the, in the atrocity. God, in the atrocious war, and while he's dedicated his life to finding redemption through safeguarding Earth, can a man carrying a death sentence truly be a hero? Are you asking me? Yes, Jeff. Or, oh, oh. If uh, you basically were like, I don't care whether I live or die, I'm just going to throw myself in front of every bullet, every knife, every missile that comes my way I with reckless th- abandonment, could you actually be considered a hero? I don't think so. Well, I mean, because because you're doing that, there are going to be situations where you are a hero, but it's just more coincidence. You know, it's just like, yeah, I would have done that anyways. So it's more reckless. Yeah. And then <laughs> I even posted this guy's history to your Facebook wall. It's kind of uh, like a slap in your face this week. Guess what, Sam? Guess, guess what happened? You didn't, you didn't watch it? Oh, it was a video? Yeah, it was like a video linked. So, because I oh, know. Oh, you got to let me know because, I, like, here's. I know that you don't like to read stuff. So, I found a quick five minute video of the history of Aquaman to try to prove you. That oh, a- you should have said something. Like, you. When it's a video and it's something. Like, if it's explaining something I don't like and it's a video explaining it, you got to tell me on that post, like, Jeff, this is a video because you're absolutely right. Is I thought it was an article about Aquaman. I was like, I don't give a shit enough to read. I'm like gonna, a, I'm couple, gonna, a couple web pages. I got time for this. I'm gonna start Aquaman. posting that video history up every day until you watch it. No, I'll watch it. I didn't know it was a video. Yeah, is that's what I'm saying. Is is yeah. Is I'll watch the video because you know I'm at work and I got nothing but time to kill. So I'll watch a five minute video giving me the history of Aquaman. I will not read about <laughs> the history of Aquaman. You know, uh, but. That's just my personal preference. <laughs> All right, so now we have Aquaman 38. Arthur feels the fallout from his monstrous battle with Gorilla Grodd, and the true threat of his mother's return grows closer. 
drama in Atlantis. What's going to happen? Oh my God, he's in Atlantis. Yeah, he's the. That king is of, the only. He's the king of Atlantis. I don't know. Has he always been? Yes. Like forever and ever since Aquaman's been around, the whole comic takes place in Atlantis. Oh well, no, it doesn't take place in Atlantis. I mean, part certain series take place in Atlantis. Other times he's on. Because that's the only time it makes sense for him to have that power is being in Atlantis. Well, he's kind of like Star Lord in the fact that his mom escaped Atlantis, even though she was the queen of it. Well, we. Uh, found an, a Wait. surface dweller, had her son, and her son is now the rightful heir to the throne of Atlantis. Right, but I'm just saying it's like that's the only place where his powers are kind of worth a damn. Oh, you're oh you oh. oh, oh. I'm just saying is like because I'm on a boat, Aquaman shows up and wants to start a fight. I go like 50 miles inland. Bring it on, douchebag! Like, what are you gonna do? You guys are. Aquaman has nearly invulnerable skin because he can survive the great pressure and depths of the ocean. Okay, he can but you know what? Jump I'm, around like the Hulk does. I'm also guessing like, like a whale, like he kind of dries out, and so constantly he needs to be moistened. No, nope. <laughs> I just love nope. how you're like, no, no, n- n- not at all, not at all, asshole. Aquaman nope. is a nope. badass. Okay, okay, fuck you. Okay, damn it. <laughs> They're getting a badass actor to play him. Yeah, like I don't know, I don't know why they they went with uh, what's maybe his face? finally when Jason Moma. Thank you, Lacey, for correcting me on that. <laughs> Moma finally portrays him on screen. You'll see him for the badass that he is. But the problem is, is Jason M- Moma Moma doesn't look anything how Aquaman is portrayed in popular culture and like in the imagery that you know you see. Is Aquaman's blonde and like isn't. He's kind of Hitler youth. Blonde hair, blue eyes. No, he's not eyes. Hitler youth. He's surfer California. Blonde hair, blue eyes. I mean, white. Clear mm, eyes, full hearts. I mean, mm, I don't Atlantis, that's closer to Europe than it is, you know. The Atlantic Ocean? No, Atlant. Wait, where's Atlantis? It's in the Atlantic. I mean, it borders both continents. Anyway, he's a Nazi. (laughs) I'm going to make that big stretch with that. (laughs) Dumbass. All right, you got anything else for comics? No, that's it in comics. All righty, then let's move on to uh, what's coming out uh, in theaters this week. All right, uh, first up is uh, one that uh, I've seen. I want to say I saw a preview for this. Is a movie called uh, Strange Magic. This is an animated uh, film from uh, Lucas uh, Film. And it is. Oh yeah, it's like a bunch of like woodland creatures. It's loosely, or uh, no, sorry, it's not loosely based. It's inspired by a Midsummer Night's Dream, and it's uh, it's it's about elves and goblins and fairies and imps. Um, I feel like ever since Game of Thrones came out, like we've been seeing that word more and more. Uh, imps and. Uh, they it's it's a it's a musical that is telling the story of um of uh light and magic in in this little forest is 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 starting to uh turn upside down and so the a group of uh goblins and all these uh elves and fairies go on an adventure it's a musical and what's cool is it's a musical that is using uh you know I I don't want to say contemporary music because it's using music from the past six decades. So let's say like popular music. Uh, it'll be songs. It won't be originals. There we go. Uh, also coming out this week in theaters is uh, Black Sea. I got to say is I'm more concerned when I read a review or I go to read the synopsis of a film 
and they tell you more about like there's more talking about like and it's directed by an Academy Award winner, Kevin McDonald, and you know, this and that. You know, and it gives it has more information about the director and actors than it does about the film. From the producers who brought you this movie and yeah. the guy who started exactly, this film. Exactly. That always makes me nervous. Uh but so Black Sea is star starring Jude Law, and uh Jude Law gets a group he's the captain of a submarine, and he gets a misfit group of uh submarine people, like seamen, I guess they would be still. Yes. Okay. Seamen I didn't... or maybe submariners? Yeah. I guess I don't know, but so anyways, he's did they remake Don down down Periscope here? Oh my god, no, no, they're they're going to the uh, Black Sea to dig up a uh, a treasure that may or may not be there, and during the course of their travel to the depths is the uh, claustrophobic vessel and uh, uncertainty of the mission causes the men to turn on each other and fight for their own survival. So that kind of sounds interesting. Save the best for last, Sam, is, uh, you know, J-Lo's coming out with a new movie called The Boy Next Door. Oh, this looks like a Lifetime movie. It, it looks you, like something you see in the Lifetime movie network. It really does. And, like, I've seen a couple previews for this, and the innuendos they use oh, in this gosh. are so bad. Oh, I They're, love your mom's cookies. I know, I know. And the husband, and uh, J-Lo and her husband are talking. It's like, He's like, oh, yeah, I was out of town. And like, oh, yeah, it was dry as a bone. And the kid's like, yeah, it was real wet around here. It's like, really, man? Really? This is the best you can do? Not confident about this movie at all. Uh, but The Boy Next Door is about J-Lo is a teacher. Uh, her next door neighbor, his nephew comes to live with him. And he starts going to J-Lo's school. And he they see each other, you know, because they're neighbors. And they end up hooking up. And then the boy becomes obsessed with J-Lo and is just psychopath, you know. And it's not going to be a great movie. Also, when it's being released and they have yet to release it to critics to review it, to that's me, a bad sign. Yeah, to me, that that's kind of a bad sign that you know it's like we no we we don't want to see we don't want anyone to see this. Um, so. There's that. That's what's coming out in theaters this week, or at least what I think's worth mentioning. Um, Sam, you got anything else for uh, Oh Shit, I Forgot? I do. All right, what do you got? Zachary Levi, star of Chuck and Disney's Tangled, has signed on to star in NBC's Hero Reborn, or Heroes Reborn, which was like their new hero series that they're coming out with. I... I, I... I, I never watched Chuck. I heard great things about oh, it. Oh, Chuck is amazing. I, I never saw Chuck. I heard good things about it. Uh, and like I said earlier, Heroes, never watched it. So, okay. Like, that's kind of my reaction to that is hopefully they won't screw up Heroes again. Well, I mean, I say hopefully. That's more for if you're a fan of it. I'm hoping that it sticks around and doesn't suck for you this time. Me, personally, I could care less. And then uh, this is a little bit old news, but I'm still throwing it out there in case you missed it. Uh, we don't discuss anime at all on this show. Let's just let's just be realistic about mm-hmm. it. Unless we're talking about that scene in the Kill Bill Volume 1 movie. But Other than that, no. Scarlett Johansson is reportedly signed on to star in the live-action Ghost in the Shell movie based on the anime. thought you were going to say Sailor Moon. No, what the fuck? Dude, if 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 Scarlett Johansson was Sailor Moon, you're telling me you want to watch that? I'm gonna go see her in Ghost in the Shell. Uh, okay, you. 
is Ghost in the Shell kind of like Sailor Moon, like kind of <laughs> weird like that? You know what I'm saying? No, Ghost in the Shell is about like robotic cops in the future kind of struggling with their own morality of what it means to exist or cybernetically enhance people. You know, like if you lost a lung and an arm and they were replaced by robotic enhancements. Didn't they Didn't they cover that in iRobot? The, the, Will Smith's arm was a robotic arm. Yeah, but this is more dealing with like implications of like, you know, what does it mean? Like where do you stop being human and the robot takes over? Wow, that seems kind of deep for an animated show or uh, anime. Anime can be that deep, man, if you actually give it a sh- try. Yeah, you're going to tell me Sailor Moon's deep? Oh, don't give me that bullshit with Sailor Moon. Go deeper. It's the only one. <laughs> That's what she said. I've been watching a lot of The Office. Sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry. I've been watching. The- Fine. <laughs> I can make that comment that the only reason I would go see that Jennifer Anna Lopez movie is because the R rating says there's going to be some nudity in it. So It's the- not going to be J-Lo. Oh. It's not going to be J-Lo. Darn it. Uh <laughs> that was sorry. That was just that was too perfect. I've been marathon. Wa- I've been been watching uh, the Office, uh, and so like, I just I, low, I low, low. <laughs> so, so if you got nothing else, go ahead and sign this off. Ditch the herd, be a nerd. Stay strong out there, my friends. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.